0: from what we learned on Shabbos Pashas Bamidba. B'amidba we're on page Kuflam towards the end of the page beginning with the words B'vada Yishadam E'enu Mesuga L'vatal Kol Ritsano we understand Rav Schwartz is telling us it's clear and it's obvious that for a, person, for a person to be mevatal, to nullify, to, as he said at the end last week, to take all of his vitzayinus and throw them into the ocean from the 19th floor, to do that at one time, to throw away all of one's vitzayinus, not to want anymore. Of course, we're talking, again, we're talking about vitzayinus and gashmius, those vitzayinus that are taking away our simchas hachaim, our meluchas Since we've since we've made it very clear, it's become very clear that the underlying sherish of all of our daigis, our worries and anxieties and so on and so forth, is rutzen hagashmi, the rutzen hagashmi that causes me to become a ruts, somebody who cannot have manucha and simcha with the etzem with my actual life of who I am, my existence. So the cure is The cure is getting rid of all of one's ritzaynas, throwing throwing them into the ocean. But that, of course, seems totally absurd. It's it's certainly beyond the karchus of regular people like ourselves to get rid of all of its Nevertheless, Rabbi Schwartz writes, The point, of course, here is, uh, not that we're going to be able to all get rid of our ritsinus. And we've gotten used to wanting from the time that we're in the world, as we're going to talk about in a few minutes, every minute of the day is 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 wanting. But at least, at least, to try to change the kivun, the direction of our way of thinking, the direction of our way of living, that at least if from time to time, especially with the bigger ritsinus, not the smaller retzinas. No, Mele, it's very hard. But with the bigger retzinas, when it comes to the big retzinas in in Gashmiz and the Tivis that are that are oftentimes mm-hmm. against against the Torah and that are tearing us away from Hakadosh Baruch we certainly can and we must begin a, to think in a different way we have to begin to think in an entirely different way about life. And, with all, as with all of the Avaida, we have to begin to gradually apply this new way of thinking to, to, to life, to our lives, to apply this way of thinking gradually, at least to be conscious of it. If anything, by learning, by learning this cipher and reviewing it and thinking about it, it affects our consciousness. It makes us aware. At least we become able sometimes to laugh at our Ritzanus. And as I said on Shabbos, laughing at one's Narishkeit, laughing at one's times is itself a way of disengaging. When a person laughs at himself, humor is an, is, is an extraordinary thing. When a person, a person laughs at himself, so that he's in a certain way, he is disengaging from from some silly type of behavior, We at least able to laugh and to and to recognize the silliness of it instead of thinking that there is some sort of a tachlis to that rotzim. At least by laughing at oneself, things become better. So the avoida as always, is an but gradually. From morning to night, we are living in a world of Giruyim, that means things are pulling at, pulling at us things are constantly grabbing our attention things are trying to to take away our focus from reality pesaimos mm-hmm. advertisements my dias all different notices on the street also my al al all the advertisements on on, on the buses Wherever a person goes, wherever you go, you see, you see all types of advertising. All of these advertisements have one thing in common. Rak tagish This is, of course, a tremendous chachma that's used in marketing. To convince the person that everything in your life, everything in your life will become better. There's one thing in the world that you're missing. That's this particular toothpaste, you know. And if you have this toothpaste, then then you'll get married because we know that every decent girl is looking for somebody with white teeth. And you'll get married. And then what kind of children would want to be raised by a father who doesn't have these kind of teeth? Every single marketing strategy is based on the psychology of somehow weaving its way into the soul of a person, into the brain and the heart of a person, and convincing him that the MS is that you have tremendous potential. And otherwise, your life is a good life and could be a, a perfect life but because you're missing this particular item or this insurance policy or this uh, or this book or having seen this film or you're missing this house or this bicycle or this whatever it might be or this latest iPod, latest MP4, 5, 6, whatever they are until now that because you're missing this, so you're you're be'etsim still a hus, You're a balchisar. Your life is 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 uh, in a place of of chisarin, of lack. And the way to make yourself happy, because you just I thought you're going to be in a place of happiness, but what you're missing is this particular thing or this particular vacation. This this the uh, uh, union of 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 marketing means of a person um, being able to come to a place of sim we see now and I was talking a lot about this on Shavas, we see that one of the greatest malas now is stress and I don't know exactly how that's defined you know clinically and scientifically all I know is that Everywhere you go, and anybody you talk to, there are many, many thousands and thousands of people that are, are in, in, going through such stressful situations or stressful lives that they have to be medicated. The medication is is taking a toll on their health, and and the stress of modern of modern communication, of modern of modern economics, the social dynamics. constantly being on the move and so on that this stress is literally destroying the fabric of of modern life we spoke about this many times and it's not necessary to go into protiprotum we understand and we, we ourselves know that there are people who are unbelievably stressed out because of let's say the economy and as a result of that the feeling is that I have to get away from this I must get away from this stress because the doctor told me that this stress is going to kill me. The stress is going to give me a heart attack. So I have to get away from this stress. So the entire year, the person lives with a tachnit, with a plan, with a chalm, with a dream of going on that vacation that he saw in the newspaper or that he saw advertised. And in the, in the advertisement, everybody looks very, very happy. And everybody looks very, very, like they say nowadays, chilled out, And relaxed and it's exactly what I need of course the vacation it wouldn't be nice if I didn't take my wife and that vacation itself is going to cost thousands of dollars because if I go to anything less than that place that's being advertised where there are palm trees and beautiful breezes coming from the ocean if I go to anything less than 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 the best hotel So then I will continue to have stress because everybody knows that if you go to a hotel where the service is not good that that also is stressful. So if my whole tachlis and going on this vacation is to get away from stress, why would I go to a place where it's only going to create additional stress? So this advertisement proves beyond the shadow of a doubt that there's a place in the world where where there's no stress. And if you look at the faces of the people in the advertisement, it's quite clear that they don't feel any stress. So... I now have to, I have to now afford a a, a stressless vacation. But in order for me to do that, I once again have to hand over to the authorities my plastic card, or I have to leave on the phone, tell them, give away to total strangers my secret numbers. And I do that since I don't have to pay any money for this vacation, the fact that it costs $28,000 to go for a few days with my wife to this luxurious hotel and to go on a cruise or something like that. The fact that I don't have to pay for it is, 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 is something that prevents me from having stress. So then you go, on the, you go on the stress-free vacation. Everybody knows that 99.9% of the time things do not work out. For whatever reason, there's something wrong with the hotel. There's something wrong with the connecting flight. There's something wrong with your wife's behavior or your husband's behavior. This 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 stuff, you get a phone call back from the kids who were all sent off to relatives or friends. You find out that one kid has 103. The other kid is getting thrown out of school. Um, the other kid the people are watching don't know where he is. And your stress-free vacation has become filled with stress. But at least it was free. So stress-free it wasn't, but it was free. And then you, And then you don't know what happened, but for some reason, you got something in the mail, and in the mail it says that you have to pay 20 percent, 15 or 20 percent, whatever they're charging, on that uh, credit card because you haven't paid for the, for the credit card. And now you have to go to the doctor, who you can't afford either, because, there's, because you, you have to pay for a uh, – uh, even though you're insured, which you haven't paid for, source on credit. You have to pay for – there's a pretty accurate description of many lives. You have to pay for the uh, copayment uh, and so on. So even going to the doctor is an unbelievable stressful thing. You have to take off work, which you're behind that because you went on your vacation. You have to take off from work to go to the doctor because you're feeling like you're going to have, God forbid, a heart attack from all of the stress because you got this crazy letter that for some reason they want you to pay for that vacation, which you didn't even enjoy. You have to pay for the vacation, which sometimes you have to even leave early because you, they couldn't find your kid. So now you're back and you found your child, and you're trying to get the other kid back into school, and you're taking your other child to the doctor, and and it might be uh, the newest flu. But you're not sure what to do about that, and you go to the doctor, and you say to the doctor, rather um, I have a problem. I have a lot." And the doctor says, "Your problem is the so-and-so is that you have a lot of stress." And the terrorist must be outside of yourself. This is the most tragic, pathetic problem that we're in right now, where it was taken for granted by our ancestors that. Atzva's sadness, turbulence is something that a person can only control within himself. Because the conditions of life were never favorable. They always were braced for the worst. Life wasn't easy, life was hard. So they never expected to resolve the problem of turbulence by having a great life. Because they didn't have any dimion of a vacation to Disney World. They didn't have any dimion of taking off for for you know uh, any amount of days, they didn 't have any any that they're, that they're supposed to live to be ninety four years old. Life was hard and it was usually short, and they understood for the most part that improving one's life is a matter of ofsumahava working on who I am, and understanding that I have a Helicocommi mal inside of me, and that's the etsumahava of who I am. Instead we're living in a time which Rav Schwartz is describing here. Which he's describing what? Rak The feeling that a person has living in our times is there's one thing in life I'm missing. Just this particular prat. Therefore it's kidai. It's kidai to invest. At least to invest. It's my, it's my health. List Amates, to make the effort. Kach, overdraft, the Then you enter into that mysterious world of credit, you know, in HSL, overdraft, where you're spending money that you don't have. I was just uh, coming back from the Simple last night, and we gave an old friend of ours, was, who's a lawyer, a lift. And he says he's working with many Chever from the community who have not paid their mortgages <coughs> in uh, in months have not paid their mortgages and are back on insurance and other bills some of them sixteen seventeen months and the the homes are being already put up for foreclosure and the wife didn't even know that they kept it a secret from the wives I, I asked like don't they read don't the wives look at the mail don't they see these letters don't they see the things that are sometimes slipped under the door you know they that from the lawyers and things that are slipped under the door and so on, he said, "No, there's a certain." He said, "There are those there are those people who are Etsem living in reality, and who are successful, hard-working people, who have come upon bad times. You know, it's a difficult time, but but for the most part, these are individuals who are completely, completely um, detached from reality, and and many many times." Um, they have ways of keeping the information from their wives, of hiding things from their wives, who don't know what kind of a mess they've created. Uh, by and, and, and not only that, but they're continuing to buy things. These are people who continue in their situation of not having <coughs> paid the mortgage, not paying the yeshiva's tuition. So this lawyer told me that these people, that these people are still ordering things online, like buying stuff, shoes and ties and stuff online when they haven't paid tuitions, they haven't paid their mortgages, they're still their bills indicate that they're still buying luxuries. They're buying additional things. They're getting stuff. <coughs> in addition to the fact that they still are trying to convince their married children that they could pay for their two-year you know, stint in HSL, whatever the kids are doing. And, and they're living in a complete and total dymion, uh, delusion. That life of overdraft, of credit, which I was talking about on Shabbos, you know, the the whole the whole economy is based on on ribbis, on interest. All modern society is based on ribbis, on interest. Interest, as you know, ribbis. There's a special peric in the Haiteke in Bava Metzia that Dafyomi is learning the name of the peric that focuses on, it's a very difficult peric, that focuses on ribas is Ezehu Neshech. And this ribus is called Neshech. And the Spharm tell us that Neshech is an the of Neshichas Hanochash, the bite of the snake, Nechishas Hanochash, the bite of the snake, meaning all of all of economy is based on that reality that that the the dhimun that by getting this I will be happy. I try to get it, I can't afford it. Then I have to pay interest because I wanted it. The interest is the Nishika Sanachash. When we go back to Gan Eden Mikadim, in Gan Eden man lost his happiness. He lost his Minukasanafish. The says you will eat in sadness that's how people are living nowadays in sadness because no decent human being can can rejoice with what he has knowing that those letters are being slipped under the door knowing that he owes money to other people knowing that his house is being put up for foreclosure knowing that there are nice honest and ehrlich people who have lent him money that he hasn't paid back how could any decent human being have any menuchas living that way so either you're living in a delusion or you're suffering the sadness of the one who was bitten by the snake, which is ribbus, All of interest that causes unbearable sadness and loss of manuchas and nefesh. The underlying yisod of Western civilization <clears throat> is interest, is ribbus. Is ribs <clears throat> In more primitive places, you either barter or you pay. I'll give you my I'll give you a fish, and you give me a, and you give me a chicken. <laughs> but it's a and I have it here. You have this, and now I get that. There's no interest. Interest was created for people, for people who are filled with ritzinus, and who kill themselves with their ritzinus, and the, and the desire to be able to have what they want. Because right now they can't pay for that. They don't have the fish to give for the chicken. So what do they do? Overdrift or credit. And that's the Meshichas Hanachash, the bite of the snake that has caused unbearable sadness. Even when it comes to Simchas. Only Meshich is going to write a book about this, about how much misery Simchas have caused in our times. And it's such a sad irony that this young couple this little Bar Mitzvah boche, really when it comes down to it after the Bar mitzvah, after the Hasma he's the same kid putting on film and that's the same couple walking down the avenue with a little baby Mitzvah shan, and it didn't have to destroy the parents lives it didn't have to destroy the, the parents lives and to create such horrible friction so what we call nowadays making a simch, which I spoke about a lot on Shabbos even the nusach it's an old nusach to make a simch. You can't make a simcha. People think that by spending 30, 40, 50, 60, 70,000 dollars, and by getting the best hole and the best flowers, that by doing that they're going to be able to make a simcha. Making a simcha is something that can only happen within oneself. If you're if you're blessed and Hashem has brought your children to a simcha, a bamitzvah, where you had a baby, there's a baby, there's a bamitzvah, there's whatever there is, a chasna, if Hashem's brach has, has given you such a bracha to have a simcha, Making a simcha is something that you have to that you have to do within the etzma ha'avai of who you are. You can't make a simcha by spending money. The harayah is that the harayah is that is that is that you could spend the most money on a simcha, and it doesn't mean that God forbid that that simcha actually works out. That boy who was by mitzvah might not be putting on film a year later, God forbid. The couple who's married might be divorced a year later. Simcha is a state within oneself. And to be able to feel simcha, to be able to feel joy, is something that must take place inside of oneself. But if you're seeking the simcha outside, or if you believe that by making it in a fancier hall, or by spending more money, or having more pieces in the band, or or, or, or having some guy stand with a violin when you walk in, or to make uh, tablecloths or napkins that say the name of the chasna kala and more times than ever in the past they have to be embarrassed because no one knows what to do with these with these shmatis afterwards because that couple has already been fighting and they're in court for the last three years now they don't have to do with these shmatis so they have to bury the shmatis together with the marriage Hashem Yerachim is something within oneself and only the sheikh is going to tell the story of how much misery how much ribis how much interest and how much snake bites Good Jews suffered through because of their desire to make a simcha, without ever knowing that making a simcha is the easiest thing in the world. It's within yourself. You don't have to go to the bank. You don't have to write out. You don't have to. You don't have to write out any papers. It's it's within yourself to look at your children, and to feel the joy of having of having raised a child who shemater mitzvahs and to see going under the chuppah bez Hashem with a with a wonderful boy or a wonderful girl. And that the Tachlis says the Baal wants us to bring more covered Shemaim into the world by having, by having t- holy Jewish children, and that the zaydis and the Babis are all able to be by the Chuppah. Are able to be by the chuppah. I, I mentioned, the other I mentioned on Shabbos that I was recently at a Hasana and I and, 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 and please forgive me if you happen to hear this if you're the Bel but I doubt that the Bel is listening to this, but if you are, then I'm sorry, but, but uh, it's already in the past. But by the next Hasana you should have it in mind. I was at a chasna recently where it was a very, very, very expensive chasneh, the most beautiful things. It's the kind of chasna that when you walk in, you look down at your shoes and you feel bad like you didn't polish them, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I only do that like once in a while and then, and I felt like you become conscious of how you look. <coughs> and you, so that's how fancy it was. And and, and there was no chuppah at the chasneh. There was no chuppah. I had said in the invitation, chuppah is at 7.30, which of course it wasn't. But it says in the invitation, chuppah. There was no chuppah. There was just, there was just green things and flowers dangling from the ceiling, and uh, green stuff along the wall, and and uh, there was no chuppah. So they made a simcha without a chuppah. They made a chasnam without a chuppah. If they would have learned the Indian of what a chuppah is and how much and how much depends on that, and to realize that the zaydis and the Babis and siddiqim were coming there to this place and said, "What is this over here?" What kind of what, what are we in here? Uh, a a uh, what's it called a, a nursery? You know they had the flowers and the but uh, they sell flowers and they sell uh, potted plants. Where's the chuppah? There used to be four poles and a and a and, a, and, a thales, and Jews were happy and they made a chasana. And here these people spent hundred thousand dollars <coughs> probably plus on this chasana. They couldn't even make they didn't they, they couldn't make a chuppah. Some florist sold them the goods. They didn't even have a chuppah to chasana. There's nothing standing there, stam in the belt, without a choper. With some trees over their heads. Without a choper. So what does it mean to make a simcha? What does it mean to make a simcha? you, you a simcha is in yourself a simcha. You can't pay for that. Ahir is at a kvartiyah raguah, And all all marketing, all advertising is to convince you that after you have this thing then they'll be simcha. In other words, if I make the kids the million-dollar simcha, they'll be happy. If I if I buy this item, I'll be happy. And when you go to talk to people, like when it, for example, just this like when it's with catering, a good caterer would say something like, "Well, of course you could. There's the lower end. You know, there's the lower lower end. But we've seen that you know a lot of people have been very very um, happy with this, and you know your kids would really. I mean, there's a whole way to do this. That's their business. one blames them. That's that's, uh, that's, their, that's a certain Nusr that is isn't any store or any business. And uh, those, those of you who were zeichel to have uh, fathers like mine, my father was all the years going to stores it made no difference what anybody said to him. From the time that those guys, the guy in the store or the business would start to open his mouth, my father would just keep on saying no, no thank you, no. He didn't even listen. And then they get to met like they say, forget forget there's some guy there. There's nothing there's nothing to talk. My father said, No, thank you, no. And I, my sister I would be looking, but Daddy, my father said, No, thank you, no, no. Even before, even before the guy starts talking, no thank you, no, no, no so, No thank you, no. That was it. There's nothing to talk about. You're not getting to first base, you're not playing games with me. No thank you. There's nothing there's no I'm not interested. I'm just this is what we this is what we need. This is what we came for. I don't want about I don't want to hear about any upgrading no thank you no this is what we need zehut zehut and even even like now you look like what they sell in the stores so they have like you ever wonder about this like my wife sent me I went a few weeks ago I had to get one of the children needed something from the drugstore and there was they have like regular strength and then maxi and then it says new like with big stars new so I always think like, so what were we doing until now? Like, what kind of we were about to explain this until now? I was just using regular, uh, whatever regular captopril, and now there's super duper maxi maximum strength, and then it's, it says it covers everything. This, if you have this sorrow, that sorrow, this sorrow, that sorrow, maximum strength, super duper. It's all crazy. So then you think, then then you think, well, in my in my medicine cabinet. I just have regular peptal Now, the truth is, that's helped you for the last 20 years, B'chasha. It works. But now, now you, it's no good. So you have to buy the new one. And when you come back, you look at the regular one, either you leave it there, or you throw a out. You usually just leave it there. And That's why you gather a lot of stuff, and you leave it in the can. Because it's no good anymore. That doesn't say maximum strength. And it's all to get a person to feel, I'm, I'm a B'chisarim. I want this. Maha Ha'emes What's the truth. <laughs> the same way by kriyishma, a person has to close his eyes. Don't look at the world. Stop looking so much. Stop looking at all the advertising. Stop looking. Close your eyes to the world. That's why by kriyishma, closes his eyes. He stops looking, and he comes back to that place of Hashem or What do I really want? Instead of all the, of, instead of all the silly things that the world is is pulling me to want so to close your eyes not to look at the world and to begin to understand that the that the biggest treasure is by you inside of you is the treasure that's where Simcha is found not in, not uh, by Wakiki Beach or something, the Simcha is inside of you. if by the way if you have if your person that has Simcha inside of yourself and you want to go to a nice place and you know it's nice to go to a place, that's fine. but the simcha, the simcha is inside of you. Menuchas is inside of you. that's the biggest <speaking> in <Hebrew> inside of you there's a greater treasure than anything in the entire world. <speaking in Hebrew> The treasure inside of a person, of his neshama, of who he is, and the simcha and the melucha that comes with feeling that, that's greater than any than any gadget that you own, any car that you own, or any house that you own. People who have that, people who have that simcha and melucha, but the etzim Havai who they are, they're, they're that way even without the things. You know, that way, even if they're even if they're thrown out of their homes, that's how they are. That's not what they have. It's who they are. Not what they own. Not what they have. That's the greatest treasure in the world. Zeh is a treasure. Matmoin also means a treasure. That if you if you open that treasure chest, you can be all the time. Calm. Shalev tranquil. The the Many times over the years everybody here knows the mice. It's told over Rabbi Nachman said it, but Rabbi Abuna said it. Too. And, and it's said over they have a similar story that's by the Um that they say by the but they say by the going a similar story. It's same yisoid. <coughs> the same Yasid. And the side of course is that there was a yid there was a yid that had a dream. It's not that didn't have such a an easy life and he had a dream that by the by one of the bridges in Prague at the foot of the bridge over there someplace that he can go there and, and by that place and he digs there's a hidden treasure he had a dream a few times and he was he had a hard life so he went to Prague and he got his shovel and he went there in the night and he was hoping he could never get caught because it's you know they'll throw you in jail what's he doing over there and he starts to dig of course there's a, a mazel and, and some police or somebody comes over there the, with a light. and so what are you doing? What are you going over here? <clears throat> she says, uh, <coughs> I promise you, officer, I'm not up to any mischief. Uh, I had a dream. Uh, I had a dream. That he's, he's a dreamist a guy, and he says the truth. I had a dream that I would come over here I, and I would find the treasure. So the guy starts to laugh, and he says, yeah, I also had a dream, the police says. And the, and the Jew says, what was your dream? He says, I had a dream that there's, that there's some Jew that lives in this and this address in some village, and he names, and he names the shtetl at the 22, uh, whatever it is Dubinsky Road, in this and this shtetl in Poland. And uh, I had a dream that under his stove in the basement there's a treasure. It's a crazy dream. And, of course, that Yid hears that, and that's his address, and that's the shtetl that he lives in. And he, and he, and he says, okay, and he throws his shovel down, and he, he runs back home, and, of course, that's where the treasure is. And there are many stories that are like that that the treasure is not someplace else. And of course, the treasure is not under the stove either. When, when the tzaddikim said the treasure is back in your house, it means in your heart. That's your house. In, if, if you're a to have a wife and children, and your wife and your children. That's where your treasure is. It's not outside of you. It's inside of you. And, and therefore, it's not like what they say in the advertisements that your happiness is outside of you. If you make this simcha, your kids will be happy, you'll be happy. If you make this vacation, you'll be happy, your kids will be happy. Like the Rambam says, that the, that inside of a person is where Aisha is. <laughs> inside the person, inside. <laughs> That's where pleasure and delight are. That's where joy is and that's where peace is. So now the question of course is So how do I get to that place? How do I get to the treasure inside of me? Once we believe that the treasure is not outside of me no matter what they advertise no matter what they say the treasure is not outside of me the treasure is inside of me. So how do I get to that treasure? Where is it? You remember like in all the old, you know, like in all the old shows, it used to be that they had, the, they had a, a, a pirate, a map, and they had like where the treasure, where the treasure was, you know, and there's a map. And a lot of the old movies, were like all the exciting old movies were about like these people going looking for the hidden treasure. A lot of the movies, are, probably most movies, are, are, are that union of people looking for a treasure and other people that are trying to get it instead of them. It all, the only chilek is, what's the treasure? Sometimes the treasure is money, sometimes it's a girl, sometimes it's a guy. But it's a treasure that you're trying to get and someone else is trying to get. And the, and the whole movie is the, is the stuff that goes on between the, the two chavis or the two people that are trying to get to the treasure at the same time. That's pretty much uh, what, what it's all about, all all entertainment is about, and the Rambam says it's all inside of oneself. So the question is, no, where's the map? How do I get to that place? How do I find that place? I remember, in, in, in one, uh, since I'm talking about the Irish I remember what, one of the one of my favorite children when, we when we were kids was Get Smart. That was like a, you know, there are people I know who either love it or hate it. But if you hate it, then you didn't have to watch it. But if you loved it, you had no choice. So, so there was this, um, so uh, Max and, uh, and the agent number, I don't remember 99. what her, huh? 99. 99. So they were dragging around. They had to find, they had to find some, pl- they had to find the, uh, this place somewhere. And she already sees, he's a lawyer Max. <laughs> he was like a real yid, also. So, so, uh, so, she's, you understand, she's the she's the shiksa, so she's all put together, and he's the lawyer's <laughs> yisloch the yid. There's all these things that are bad. So, he, so he's. That's also a theme in the in the movies. So the so Max is uh, he's hajjik. He can He doesn't know. Where, he doesn't know where he is. So, she's getting very upset, and, and Max always says these, these the shyness of like a guy who, but he really doesn't hold up from himself at all. That's what made him very endearing. So Max says to 99, he says, I know this place like the back of my hand. And then he pauses and he says, um, could somebody please show me to the back of my hand? <laughs> right? So how does one find the treasure? The treasure is it's the back of your own hand. Could somebody please show me to the back of my hand? It's inside of you. You don't need the pirate's map. It's not someplace far away. Could somebody... Please show me to my own heart. That's really what the safe is about. That's really what all of Khsid this is. On that Nakuda. Rabbi, can you show me my own heart? Again, Higalana. Reveal to me my heart. That's all we daven for. Reveal to me my own Neshama That's what it is. that's that's the sight of all of i Hashem. Reveal to me the treasure that's inside of me. I already I already understand, I accept it's not outside of me. I went on a thousand treasure hunts. And there's gumus is from. I went on every treasure hunt I, I hunted by this job I hunted by this vacation I hunted by this tchotchke I didn't find the hidden treasure I didn't find the lost princess and I understand that the lost princess is inside of me so <coughs> how does one find that peace and that joy that's inside of themselves it's the same mahalach. We have to go over it a thousand times, and we have to live with it. I was just telling this one of my kids last night. We had a whole talk. This is the only way you could find it. Zayis nitan You could only find the treasure when it's clear to you. so That your is a mitzius of the neshama. That all of those treasures are not are not treasures. Maybe for somebody else, but you're a Jew. And the treasure of a Jew is only one place. It's the Nisham. That's Yemitseyas. Himitsias shall Nishama. And not only that, but he shlema the hamila. It's not only that it's a treasure, but it's perfect. It's perfect. Nothing's missing from it. Nobody took anything. Nobody took anything. It's not like when you give a child a little a little uh, thing with candies in it and the kid starts to look at his brother and his sister and he gets a feeling like, I don't know why my package has opened my candy. And he starts to look at his brother and sister and, and he sees that they're like holding something and he gets nervous that even though he has even though he has like twenty twinkies, or whatever they are, little little coloured candies, those things, winkies, he's looking at his little winkies and he's got twenty of them. But he's chashid that his brother and his sister, the way they're sitting, he's chashid that they have they have one of his winkies. And then and then he starts to scream that something's missing from my winkies. So Ahmadis. And it's adults live the same way. But the takes are much higher, of course, not winkies. But that's how adults live. The oitzer inside of a person is and nobody took from it. Even your vehicles didn't take from it. Even all the stupid things that we did in our lives never ever took any of the winkies out from the Nishama. It shlambum Perfect. and amilas. Perfect. the only reason that a person is not happy. Because he wants something outside. Him, how you barum odd seem like so if you go to a person and you would make the following suggestion. no kadur I have a special pill. They made a special pill. So the minute you take this pill, you're going to change from being happy to sad. It's a sadness pill. So Would anybody his right in mind, take a sadness pill? Nobody. We understand that people are looking for happy pills all over the place. Happy pills, happy drinks, happy injections. People are looking for all kinds of things to make them happy to get a happy fix So like of course they haven't really found anything that doesn't have a lot of side effects nobody wants to have a pill that will take you from being happy to sad nobody wants a sadness pill and there are no scientists that are working in their laboratories on creating sadness pills the truth is that there is such a pill in the world there is such a pill and not only that, the average person takes that sadness pill dozens of times a day. has a This pill, the sadness pill, is called I Must Have This. Rasangashmi. Physical Ritzinus. That's the name of that pill. We want, we want. So, because of that, him. We run and we run. We never look, at, take a look inside of ourselves into the, the unchanging, perfect neshama, the source of all simch, the source of all menucha. And instead, rotsim, 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 rotsim. So we say it by the sim, honor rotsim vahem rotsim. Honor rotsim vahem rotsim. We run and they're running. And we make a chilek. That we're running the chaylumab. Where are they running? The Be'er Shachas it would be nice if that was talking true. They're running. Who's they? <coughs> it's me when I'm not learning the Gemara. And even sometimes while I'm in the middle of the Gemara, I'm thinking, I gotta be here, I gotta be there. I can't even relax and learn the Gemara properly. the <coughs> What? Be'er Shachas. <coughs> a pit, a hole of destruction. Gashmi. <coughs> it's a sadness bill. Anachne Rotsam v'Rotsam. Every rotson, as we learned, causes ritsa, running. Where are you running to? What can this be compared? A person is in the palace. Not only is he in the palace, but they gave him the keys, the king gave him the keys to the tre- royal treasure. And he takes the keys and he runs out of the palace. he runs, he flies, he's getting out of here just to get away to get away from the king's palace and from all the treasures he made this into the ideology of his life, he's getting further and further away and they ask him why are you still on the run buddy, where are you going I gotta get further and further away from the palace the palace is already four thousand miles I gotta get away from there so he's still running he made it into the ideology of his life to run the goal of his life is to run away from the king's palace from the treasure. feel He doesn't even have time to answer. someone asks him where are you running? Where are you running? He doesn't have time to answer. I'm running away from the treasure. It's a very deep mashal. You should think about it. It sounds very simple. It is very simple mashal. But the nimshal is very, very, very deep. Your whole life Ask yourself at any moment, when you're nervous, when you're excited, when you're angry, when you're not happy, am I running away from the treasure? Am I running away from the treasure? Telling the, telling my wife, telling my kids, when they ask me, why are you so upset? Why are you so? Telling them that I'm running towards some treasure? But the emesis, I'm running away from the treasure. I have the treasure, I'm have I, have the, I, have the, I I'm from the king's palace, I'm a yid. I have a neshama. I have a chumash, I have a novi, I have a gemara, I have a Mashaburu, I have a shogunarach. I have hashem Masidr, I have a shul, I have Khvay. What am I doing? Am I running away from the treasure? Am I running away from the king's palace? I have I made into the ideology of my life to run away from what's going to give me happiness. I'm taking sad pills. Every single Rats and Gashmi is a sadness pill. This ideology, which is Insane, running away from the treasure. It enwraps me, it engulfs me, my entire life. This ideology, which is insane, running away from the treasure. I'm not going on a treasure hunt. I'm escaping, I'm running away from the treasure. I think it's a treasure hunt because I think that the treasure is going to be the the luxury apartment on the 19th floor over the ocean on the couch, so I'm running for the treasure but the truth is, I'm running away from the treasure this ideology of running away from the treasure it, 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 it completely enwraps a person from the beginning of his life to the end unless he's a great strong heroic person that's able to stop this flow of Ritzinus. and to say Ad Khan enough already his maat. look look think about this a little bit even if you think about this a little bit turn the disc over to the other side think a little bit so now. It's Arab shuus. Arab shuus is a big Shus shuus is Yahim had Din, Kabal Din and kabbalah Sataira, which he have the shlak of the Solit Sadiqim stuff. This kabbalah Satara Maiman has seen her his man Tantra saying when the Bharislam gave us the greatest treasure, he gave us he gave us the greatest gift. He gave us tire, he gave us yiddishkeit. he gave us our Nishamas. He gave us ourselves. That's what shuus is about. Shuus, we don't need to do anything else. We don't have any, we don't sit in the sukkah, we don't wave a luluf, we don't eat matzah, we don't. You know what, you know, to what, what's the simch of Shuus? Our existence as Jews. That's the joy of Shuus. It's not even getting a lulav not even getting a, a box of matzahs, not even buying a haggadah. What does Shuus say? Shuus says, I have everything I need. What am I going to get? I don't have to buy anything. They'll convince you that you have to get a, uh, to have a new cheesecake. It's an expensive cheesecake, or they have you have to get uh, expensive flowers to put around your house. No, you don't have to get that. That's not doesn't say anywhere what we have in Hagim. see, so you snip off one branch like I do and put it in one of the in one of the walls. If you want to make for shoes, you're going to have to go. With, with 20 pots of flowers, also advertising, also demyoinus. But it's under, the, it's under the disguise of kabad yantiv, also demyoinus, to spend money on something else. Shuus, you don't have to get anything. Shuus, the verse says, Kindle of, I'm not even sending you out on a religious shopping screen. Just be. Just, here, I gave you the Torah thousands of years ago. I'm giving it to you today. You don't have to go anywhere. Don't do anything. Just open up the present, open it up. There's nothing. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to buy anything. Just here. It's, it's, it's the matan, the gift of Yiddishkeit, of who you are. Shuvah is just remembering the gift of who you are. You don't have to have even a rutzen, You don't have to have even a rutsen and ruchnis on a certain way to get this mitzvah, do that mitzvah. Shuvah the no mitzvahs to do. It's just revisiting, taking a second look at what I always had. That's what Shuvah is. I don't I don't I don't need anything. Shabashabasatim is the yana armash shabas. Tispuchamishim yaim shabis, martana tab the varasham gave me out of shoes. I'm done. I don't need anything else. If you have shoes, you don't need anything else. I don't have to get anything. It's who I am. That's the Nisham that the Varsam gave me. So the, so I don't need anything else. That's all I need is that it's all I need is the turret that the Virasham gave me. And I have it. That's what Shua's is about. Hashem's book should help each and every one of us after all these years to really open up the gift and to appreciate the gift that the Bar'a gave us. The greatest gift which is the gift of Himself which is the gift of Anisham which is the gift of Taras Moshe Zichur Taras Moshe Avdi That's how the Navi ended all of Tanakh. Remember the greatest gift is the gift that was given to you at Ha'as Sinai just don't run around, the, don't run away from the gift that I gave, don't run away from the oitzir. Take the gift, enjoy the gift, open it and, a, and, and, and you'll see that you don't need, once you have this gift and you really live with this gift, then all the other things don't acid, you don't need the other gifts. There's the only gift, you have it and use it because of that to see Rishi of to see that gift and all of its glory opened up together. But of